Welcome to the second coaches meeting. That's damn it. That's the coach. I'm Grant Cohn. Thanks for coming. Thanks for tuning in. The Niners do have a game this week against an opponent, but excuse us if we look just right past that because it's the Cardinals and the playoffs are looming and we have a lot to discuss there. So let's just get right into it. Coach, right. how are these up, 49ers best built for the playoffs? Um, well, not to be cliche, but defense and run game travels. Okay. Um, I think that now that Brock is running the show, um, we've been able to show complimentary football in its truest form. Uh, we have yeah. an offense that can actually balance. respond. Yeah. True balance. You yeah. know, not not holding the ball, but actually <laughs> <laughs> yeah. actually going to go score. Um, yeah. I, I can um, there's a different there's a different tenor when you have an offense that can actually go dictate. And I feel like that's what we have now. I feel like we have an offense that can actually dictate terms. I feel like we have an offense that um, now we're not the sum of all parts. Now we actually have a toolbox. So the tools get used. Um, how can I say deliberately now? Mm -hmm. um, uh, you know, even with Brandon Ayuk, you know, even he he gets he gets a lot of love for uh, how he turned it on against uh, against. Las Vegas near the end, but yeah. really that was just pitch and catch. Um, he was he was just getting open, yeah. um, and that's something where I mean before not to you know he who shall not be named you know that was hard to do yeah. you know, yeah. um, and yeah. I feel like you know football is just on the cerebral level. Every sport is cerebral, but just from a cerebral level, when you know what an offense is capable of, you can't yeah. tilt, you can't you know. We play people. People play us honest now. It's true. Like if you sell out to stop the run, if you stack the box, you're pretty much screwed. That's that's that would be the last thing I would do against the Niners right now because they're dying to play right. action and go over the top. Here's here's why I feel like the Niners are. I'm more confident about this team than I was any other team. Okay. With Jimmy, people kept being like, "Look, it's not a Jimmy's good enough. This team can win with defense. It's the best defense ever. It's like the 2000 Ravens or the '85 Bears." Like. So you're telling me the Niners are going to go to the play, go to the Super Bowl, and face some future Hall of Fame quarterback and hold him to ten seven points? Because that's what the '85 Bears did. That's what the right. 2000 Ravens did. Like, you don't think you can do that in 2023? We've talked about it, man. All the rules are set up for the offense. There's some crazy good quarterbacks. You gotta have an offense, and now the right. Niners really do. Like, if their defense doesn't have to be great anymore, it doesn't have no. to because the offense is, and that's great. Well they're not infallible. Um, and yeah. I, th I think that's one thing that we, you know, the eyes play tricks on you because of how we play teams. We're so physical. Um, yeah. And we're physical yeah. in a non-physical league, you know, um, mm -hmm. quite frankly. Um, so it pops. Um, yeah. And because of that, we get in situations where when we do get slowed down and the makeup of our defense is challenged where, let's face it, the kernel of our defense, the core of our defense is our defensive line. It's our front mm -hmm. seven. Mm -hmm. um, that's what's elite from top to bottom. Yes. I'm not here to say that we don't have good players in our secondary, but as, as far as complete units are concerned, um, the secondary is an afterthought. Can so, I talk about that real quick though? It's because there's, yeah. I feel like there's three elements of, of defense. There's pass rush, there's tackling, there's coverage. And coverage is the finesse one. And the Niners want to be physical. So they constantly sort of undervalue the, the coverage thing they get dbs who tackle you know tackle what i'm saying well. and it's yeah. like when you go up against a quarterback like russell wilson who freaking owned them for a for a decade a guy who can evade the pass rush and test your coverage i mean they're in they're in trouble they're in well trouble. or at okay, least they've so been in trouble they, but I, I, not to take you off the point 
No, 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 no. Yeah. I, I actually want to stay there. So yeah. if if we if we're if we're staying with, um, I don't want to. Do you want to go into Las Vegas now, or you want to stick well, with us in the playoffs? Well, I mean, it, it, if if it uh, has well, to do with the playoffs, who yeah, we, we can play, talk about it. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, as far as who we play in the playoffs, it's it's like who we see on the NFC side. We have New York, Dallas, the Bucks, the Vikings, and the Eagles. Um. I think that the Giants aren't as talented as, as us, um, and they only average 21 points a game, and they heavily rely on their run game, which is what we do. Um, we stop the run. What about um, Green I Bay? Just, that's, that's the one team I'm thinking that, that kind of – Well, I don't think Green Bay sees us because I think we're more slotted to see either Detroit. If we lose, we see okay. the sixth seed, which we see Detroit, or we see the Vikings. Okay. Um, I, and I'm not – I ain't scared I of anything. I'm not a capologist. I don't understand how seeding works. I'll let other yeah. people figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Okay, look, let's 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 get away from that for a second. I want to stick with the Niners. This this is sort of folds into that topic. The true X factor of the offense. He's mm-hmm. he hasn't been here. He's he's coming he back. Not. And this mm-hmm. is another reason why the Niners are really really built for success in the playoffs. Talk about it. Elijah Mitchell. Yeah. He is the true X factor yeah. of this offense. He is the transmission. He's what he's what makes it go. Um if for all of the fans, I've been hearing a lot of chirping about how Christian McCaffrey is utilized. Um, and let's be honest, just from an optics position, he's a, he's a smaller guy. So when he sticks his nose in the fire, it looks a little visceral. It looks a little it violent. Does. And it does. the first thing that everybody thinks about is like, Jesus Christ, this is our guy that we traded for. And how do we keep him healthy? Well, Plus that's we know his history. Plus we know his history. Plus we know we his do. history. Although he's been gr- super durable on the Niners. Give him credit for that. He's been very, he's uh, yeah. um, characteristically durable. Crazy. Yeah, yep. to be honest. Um, yep. but Elijah Mitchell is what we who we want say, carrying those carrying those totes. That's who we want. Um, even though he's small in stature, there's a couple of things about Elijah Mitchell that I think he doesn't get a good rap for. Elijah Mitchell is a converted receiver. That's what people is need that, to realize. I didn't know that. Wow. Yes. I didn't know that. He's a converted wow. receiver. He went to went yeah. Um, he wow. came in and got converted to receiver, and once he got his coaching change. They they made the decision to keep him at running back. So okay. this, um, if you remember, before Christian McCaffrey, we were complaining about the wide open Elijah Mitchell wheel routes that weren't getting yeah. hit. That's true. If you remember that, so he can. He, there's a lot more that he can yeah. bring to the to the, our offense than just carrying the ball. It's just unfortunate that he's gotten those injuries. But he should get more looks on screens too. I mean, imagine him in a little man. bit of space. I'm just saying. Imagine he's imagine four three him. speed. He's faster than, than McCaffrey. On the double screen in yes. Seattle. Dude, he, he and McCaffrey should be on the field together, man. Ooh, ooh. Just saying. If they get on the field together, Grant, th- yeah. I mean, it, it really is stagnant on defense it, because you can't you can't tip. You can't pick. You have to pick yeah. your poison. I um, mean, look, nothing against use check. I know I make fun of I, I make fun of him. I poke fun at how the Niners use him. He's legit. He's super good. And even by just going in motion, he has a huge impact on the offense. But there are other things you can do, like – you can get out of 21 personnel and bring in another running back. Uh, well, it's still 21. But you, or, dude, they need more snaps for Ray Ray. They need Those are X factors, too. Ray Ray has been an X factor recently. I really like him. He looks well, super explosive. Ray Ray. He's very explosive. And yes. what's kind of funny is that the snaps that he's taking are kind of like all of Debo's looks. Um, what you would ne- Yeah, what you would necessarily expect Debo to do. And he's killing and it. It's, he's killing it. I'm not an innuendo guy, but it's kind of funny how he's not missed the beat in that position i mean he's open he's not he doesn't bring the physicality that debo brings but um 
I'm looking for more explosion this year. This year. That is true. That's true. I hate Debo that had it true. last year. I know. I know. Me too. But I mean, he got to, paid, to be though. fair to Debo, he got paid. He got hurt. You know. But still, it's hey, been a year. Whatever. Excuses. Ray Ray is the guy right now. And I yeah. feel like Kyle, Kyle knows it too. He's he, Every week, he's calling up more and more crucial players. Well, ho, 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 Ray Ray is not the guy right now. Debo is back, bro. He's back. He's back. So like you put like, the hey, money on take the a field. Week. Take, take yeah, a week. Yeah, you baby. put the take money in. I take can't let week, you do baby. that. That's true. <laughs> He's back on the field. That's true. You can't. You can't go to like Jed and be like, "Hey, thanks for spending all that money on uh, Debo." But but I'm I think the ball our special right teams guy is really who's going to take us <laughs> thanks, there. Though. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. <clears throat> sounds nice. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. It's true. That's true. Mm -hmm. That's true. So look, you got Elijah Mitchell coming back. He's averaging five point six yards per carry. So now the Niners can go. Like three deep at running back, four deep at wide receiver. You still have one yeah. of the best tight ends in the league. I mean, damn, man. And don't forget this, that we've yeah. also primed Jordan Mason in, in his stead. Yeah. So Jordan yeah. Mason has actually created a role for himself um, now that Elijah is down. I, I feel and really good. And all three running good. backs are different. I like that. They're all different. Yeah. They're all different. I really yeah. feel good about our running game moving forward. I mean, I think about right now we average 139 a, a game. Um, but with what we do in the passing game, I feel like that's that's a really good mix. Balance is what we do. Um, I feel like our team is built to play whoever gives us a challenge that day. We you can't really say what we do this year. Last year you could say we're run heavy, but not this year. Absolutely. No, I think it's actually you're wrong if you think the Niners are coming in trying to run the ball. I think they're yeah. trying to actually uh, beat you with play action and pocket movement, and it's working. Yeah. So when yeah. the Niners finally get to the playoffs, I'm thinking there's going to be a, a well-coached, prepared team that gets it and actually has a Brock Purdy game plan and not a Jimmy Garoppolo game plan, but so far hasn't happened. Well, you got to have the bodies to, you, to beat you us. You, do. you know what I'm saying? So it's not just the coaching, but you got to actually have the team. You got to have a you know. healthy, extremely gifted defense to even match yeah. up. Yeah. And then on top of that, your coach has got to be, he's got to have a day. See, that's why I feel like Green Bay still, I don't know if the Niners are going to face them. I don't know how it works, but right. they're an interesting matchup because their defense really, really does have They've terrific emerged. DBs. Like they can, they can feel uh, confident one-on-one -on -one against Ayuk right. or Kittle. And not many teams can. So I don't know. Well, I'm, well yeah. you know, the best thing to do against DBs is make them tackle. Um, that is so, true. you know, yeah, that's it's what like the Niners do against the that's what the Niners do against the Packers all the time, right? Yeah, you can't cover yeah. inside zone. You better get that's your true. ass in here and tackle. So, yeah. I mean, I feel like true. there's that's a true. lot of ways that teams are kind of leveraged in certain ways, and so are we. Um, we just got finished talking about our secondary. Uh, so we're leveraged ways in ways too. But I feel like there's one thing in noticing how a team is leveraged and understanding how to get to it. And I think that we have one of the best teams in the league that can actually attack something that we see. But to bring this full circle, it's because to me, because of M Mitchell's coming back. The, the one thing I feel with McCaffrey, and I do think he's a hell of a great player, is I don't mm -hmm. know that you can necessarily dictate with your run game with him as your, as, as your running back, nor should you. It seems like if teams still out to stop the run, that's when you play action, you throw to him. But with Mitchell... Hey, man, do whatever you want to do. He's averaging five yards a carry. And that's yeah. the kind of running back that this team, I mean, any team needs. But that, you know, he's different. You know what else is You know what else is crazier about that, Grant? We haven't even seen the effect of Elijah Mitchell coming off of Jordan Mason yet. Right. So we haven't even seen that tandem. 
You know yep. what I'm saying? So yep. we've, we we got a little bit of Elijah Mitchell and, and Christian McCaffrey, but I'm looking to see what Jordan Mason can do to a defense after Elijah's got done with him for a couple yeah. of reps. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got to look at it that way. You know yep. what I'm saying? At, at, I'm looking forward to seeing how Kyle divvies up 30 carries in a playoff game. You you got McCaffrey, but you also got Mitchell. You also got Mason. You also got Debo. Uh, you also got Ray Ray, who's good for one or two. You got Danny Gray, who looked good on that. I mean, so many options. You can really, Will there be 30 yeah. carries, though? What, whatever they need be? to do. If you need to do it, yes. If not, you yeah. can pass 40 times, too. Whatever you got to do. Yeah, you do. Like, yeah. I, like even just a little trend about, um, you know, you know, our nemesis, who everybody knows who we're coming to get is Philly. Um, yeah. They've lost, you know, but in their three losses, um, they rush for like under 60 yards a game. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Um, yeah. So it's like you you can play the Niners and you can say, all right, yeah, we're going to stop the run today. Mm-hmm. But you, you'd be woefully um, – you'd, you'd be hurt to, under, to, yeah. to, to try to go against what we do. If if your plan is we're gonna stop the run and we're gonna do it by selling out and putting six on the line and eight in the box, like you're gonna, you're gonna give up thirty five points. You can't. So like the only way you have a chance is if you f- feel you can like we can shut down this run game without overcommitting to it because our defensive line trumps their offensive line. And I don't know how many teams can say that. Maybe Philly's one. Maybe Philly's one. I don't think Minnesota's one. I don't well, know if Green Bay is one. Although they're Minnesota no doesn't have a defense. Their nose tackle, Kenny Clark from UCLA, often does a g- well against uh, the Niners, although he hasn't faced often, Jake Brendel yet. Routinely. routinely he He's does. really good. He does He's well. really good. Yeah. So, he does well. I, I think that Green Bay it, it team is the team that you don't the Niners don't want to face because they're in a win streak too, and it feels like they're playing their best football where I'm not sure the Niners – the Niners are playing their best football on offense, I'll say that. I just – I'm going to be honest with you. I don't – the, I don't believe any team that runs an iteration of anything that we do can mm, beat us. That's a good point. I'm sorry. That's I just I see what you I'm mean. sitting in the coaches meeting right now. I see what you mean. And I'm looking at Kyle, and there's no way that's a good point. that a guy who runs what we run. That's a good point. Who learned what yeah. we run. Yeah. I don't I don't not, I'm sorry. And I know that sounds like no, such, that's a like really a good weak, point. No, that's a yeah, great point. I, because who are the two guys that, that got D'Amico this year? Andy Reid, Josh McDaniels. Definitely not from the Kyle Shanahan tree. Those are different offenses. Yeah, yeah it's good different point. offenses. Yeah. And we faced a team that really had something to prove in Las Vegas. You know, yep. they gotta make a they gotta make a lot of decisions at a lot of different positions. And they're healthy. Darren Waller is a very good tight end. Excellent. He, you Excellent. know, I think people don't realize how good it's he really, really is. good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there yeah. are a lot of people. I mean, you could talk this. I have a. I got a friend right now who's a Raiders fan who we argue to the tooth about who's better between George and Waller. You know, so I mean, people, after the catch, probably George, but before it, ah, uh, you know Waller is a silky, He's bigger, smooth, faster, athlete. yeah, all that. He is. Yeah. You know, so yep. um, and Renfro was back. Um, yep. you know, they, they and Devontae Adams. Through. Like, you, you know how say? you see someone in person, you have a different impression? That's the best wide receiver I've ever seen in person. Really? How, I how mean, great is he? You just put it in Regale. his general vicinity. The, the, okay, so the long the long catch and then the touchdown catch, both of those like were like, you just looked around like, he caught that? He fucking caught yeah. that? Like, holy shit. I mean, Yo, how? Yeah. 
Did you think? Did you think the catch was a catch? The one that got. I received? didn't care, and I think that's what Kyle Shanahan said too. Was like, you know what? It might not have been a catch, but it, it, that shit it, was it so kinda, smooth. Though. It deserved a count. It's like yeah. one of the greatest catches ever. So I mean, that's kind of how I. He felt. was in his fucking bag. I'm gonna be real. Man. So he good. was in his bag. So he good. was in his bag. So I don't know yeah. if they bring if Brady wants to play with him next year or if they stick with Stidham. But that team actually, if they just get a defense. Ah, they might be good, but we're getting way off topic. Let's. Yeah, let's go. I got some questions for you. Let's answer a couple of the the, the audience's questions first. Jason okay. says AZ feels like preseason rest starters after quarter one. How do you think no. that's gonna go? How do you think that's gonna end up going? Um, I think that we're gonna play the game as usual. Yeah. Yeah. So then, really, the story's gonna be you know who gets hurt. Well, you gotta look at it games, this way. But that's football. Ten seconds, Grant. We go got ahead. a team. We got a team that just took us to the woodshed. That is a below 500 team. That From a true. coach's perspective, we don't deserve to That's a good point. play a half That's a of good a point. game. Oh, we you wanted a preseason game week 18? You should have played better week 17. I feel Hell you. nah. We playing. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. See? I like that coach's mentality. I was a coach once for Little League when I was a junior and senior in high school. We didn't win shit. I don't think I was that good of a coach. But <laughs> got you on the team. Sean O'Leary <laughs> says, does Kyle take the governor in the playoffs? Uh, design plays where big names are decoys for McLeod or Jennings. Go for a fourth and short from time to time. So sick of hard counts that never work, followed by it's turnover or delay a game. Take the governor. I think that's like an idiomatic expression that I don't understand. But like, let's go with the mean Like, go hard. Like, push the offense forward. Be more aggressive. Yeah. Let me take the governor. Meaning. Uh, take the governor off? Off. Yeah. What does it mean? So people have looked it up though, but there's no answer. I don't know. Sorry. Design plays where big names are decoys from McLeod or Jennings. I, do you think he'll have the the guts to do that in the playoffs? I think so. I mean, it keeps working. I think we got enough. You, I think. Go ahead. Why would you go away from Ray Ray or Jen, those guys? Deserve at least two targets a game, or at least two touch. They're they're critical parts of the offense. I think. I think they're the others. I mean, the honestly. Yeah, these are the guys that actually make the offense like scary because when you're thinking about all of the names, it's like Jesus yeah. Christ. How do I stop Kittle, uh, McCaffrey, and Ayuk on the same play? Oh, 50 yard gain for Ray Ray. I mean, it's kind of tough. Yeah, and they're yeah. running hard. They're not just happy to get yards, they're trying to <laughs> score. No. Like, Jer- Jawan yeah. is trying to score every play. <laughs> He's so good. I really like both of those players. I didn't see it with Ray Ray in training, but those, like, I didn't see it with Ray Ray or Jawan in training camp. Both those guys, I'm like, man, these guys are terrible but you get them in a, in a game with, with tackling i was like oh oh Dog. they're hella good yeah. Jawan against dallas is what made me a believer yep yep when he yep. teed up digs yeah that's, that's that's when i was a believer sold jeremy smith says i'm not a fan i am a critic i swear i've seen lance do pretty much all the things that brock has done why are they treated so differently well lance has only played two games yeah, and football uh, fans are a prisoner of the moment, and Brock is happening right now, and it feels great, baby, right? It's the playoffs, almost. I get it. Yeah. But, I mean, if he loses week one of the playoffs, it's, it's going to be a whole different conversation. So it's just kind of like, you know. Yeah, we're, I mean, we're dead set level if he loses first round. Oh, we already know. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Cal- yes. Boy 58 says we need to get you a new why, Grant. Uh, great show. A new why? I don't get What's it. That? I don't know. I don't understand. Uh, Sean O'Leary says, take the governor off. Engines can be governed to limit speed. Okay. Yeah, take the governor Sorry. off. Sorry. Yeah. I should have known that. PG90 says, did you ever find out why Armstead didn't answer your question? Yeah, he doesn't like me. Are you kidding? 
which is fair. He doesn't have to answer my question if he doesn't want to. Daniel Garcia says governor is a car term. It prevents the car from going over a specified. Thank you guys. Sorry we, we didn't got know a lot that. Of mechanics in here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <clears throat> I got questions for you. So the Niners' offense is is better than it's been since Kyle Shanahan's been here. If they it might just carry the team to a Super Bowl victory. But now all of a sudden I have questions about the defense, specifically the secondary. It popped up against Kansas City. I mean, uh, Patrick Mahomes made that look easy. But it was it felt like a one-off. Then they faced Miami, and guys were open down the field, but Tua, he didn't have offense alignment. He just couldn't make the mm-hmm. throws. I mean, but they was there for Brady. It was there for the for Washington big time, and then culminating in this last game against the Raiders. What are you seeing from the secondary? Like, what? Why are these breakdowns happening? Um, I think some of them, it's a myriad of things because it all doesn't happen for one single reason, right? right? So some of it can just be process. And what I mean by process is that our defense is built from the inside out. Um, we really rely on our defensive line to apply pressure and to get the ball out short. That's why it's almost kind of like, if you think about it, our defense yeah. kind of dilutes the farther we get away from the ball. Um, we have a very good linebacking core in front seven. Um, so some of the, some of, some of that stuff, honestly, was uh, steady flushing out of the pocket, you know, which is another issue because when we have stagnant quarterbacks, um, we tend to get a little lazy because we think that uh, people are just going to stand there and get hit. You know, our defense and check it down and check it down. Right. Right. So we don't have to cover. We don't have to cover. We just tackle. Yes. Yes. And optically, it looks good because we have such a good linebacking core. And the secondary kind of got exposed a little more with DJ going out um, with Dre Greenlaw, with Dre Greenlaw going out. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I feel like um, plaster coverage is one thing that I feel like is just communication. Um, Mm -hmm. That's when receivers get to the end of their routes. Um, quarterback flushes the pocket, and then you stick with whoever's in your vicinity, no matter if you're uh-huh. playing zone or a man. Um, we did a horrible job at plastering, and at times we really don't communicate well because yeah. we're a little too over, we're a little too physical, we're a little too over aggressive. Um, that's emblematic of just um, some of the things that really hurt us. If how you get us is the secondary, mm-hmm. but what compiles it is when you get calls for late hits or face masks or Fred Warner landing on top of Drake Greenlaw, you know, what was for he doing in this game, man, the whole time he was reckless. I think that he was just a little too overzealous. He like was. he was trying to prove a point. And yeah. I feel like when you're the emotional leader of a defense, which sometimes is. you over, in, which he is, he is, sometimes you over embellish to yeah. let that stuff permeate. And yeah. it kind of backfired on him a little bit. I thought it um, did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the also who we were facing, and I'll say it again: Las Vegas is a team that has nine losses within one score of each other. I didn't know. And that. yeah, yes, yeah. and Nick Bosa said it, and I already, I've, I've been feeling this guy, but uh, they have the leading rusher in the NFL. He is another. Josh he's so Jacobs good. is a dog. <clears throat> I mean, okay? Bosa said it's the best running. He's the best running back he's ever faced. He faced McCaffrey two months ago. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> but I, I got to say, got to be real. Got to keep it real. Yeah. Um. If yeah. you're looking at if you're looking at that <clears throat> run game um, yeah. and Josh Jacobs is very patient, Uh, he has a lot of visions and he on tackles are not going to do it with him. Um, it, it's just not happening. Uh, one of the things that I will say, again, is that circumstances 
necessarily don't define who you are, but they reveal who you are. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that they reveal is what are you going to do contemporaneously in those circumstances? So some of the things that I did see earlier in the game, and this is, you know what, this isn't just our game, Grant, just the mm-hmm. La- Las Vegas game, but I saw this against Washington. I saw this against Miami. Um, I didn't necessarily see the adjustments that much against the Chiefs because we were hurt. But one of the things that we do up front is that I started seeing a lot of different techniques used differently up front. So our lanes got tighter when we're rushing the quarterback. Mm. Sometimes these guys are so used to just getting to the quarterback, they think that they're just going to stand there and get hit. They need to remember that you got to kill what you eat. You know, Mm -hmm. you can't just swim through a guy, you know, make a really egregious move. And it looks cool on film to get blow mm-hmm. by a guy, right. but you're out of your gap. Thank you know, you. you're not, you, you're blown yeah. integrity. And yep. then when plays get extended, yep. your aggressive secondary is kind of left with their pants yep. down. And they're even though we don't want to get them, we don't want to let them off the hook. They need to plaster better. Right. But some of those, if you look at some of those flushed out pockets, our defensive linemen are literally falling over each other. You yeah. know, that that shouldn't happen. Can't happen. And it cannot happen. Real and, quick, with the DNs, right. I thought it was interesting. Like, Bosa, these guys are wide nine guys, and they're trying to get the edge. They create a huge B-gap to scramble through. And finally, Bosa's adjustment at the end was, I'm just going to bull rush you. Bull rush. I'm just – and that's what you have to do if the – Yes. You can't give up that B-gap. I've been talking about it for weeks. You never give up the B-gap ever. Yeah. If you look at um the way uh, Eric Armstead – if you ever look at the way Eric Armstead rushes the passer – he never sacrifices his gap because, first of all, he's so goddamn long. But one of the things that he likes to do is he swipes and replaces where he doesn't move his track. He more or less gets a piece of your body to stay on his track. Yeah. Um, and the boys know how to do it. it it's yeah. just that, you Discipline. know, they need to understand to stay on that. Yeah. Make it a point of emphasis. Yeah, don't go one for the I sack. Keep them, in, keep them in the freaking pocket. That's, how you want to, that's what you want to do for most of these quarterbacks. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, and don't yeah. make wholesale changes. Don't do that. Um, DB is a confidence position. You don't well, want to make let me, positions. Let me come back to you. So you were mentioned plaster coverage. There are two dudes in the secondary right now that I think most fans are, are concerned about. Let me start with one, Lenore. He shouldn't be – I mean, he's supposed to be the nickel. He's starting outside because Mosley's uh, out. And it seems like, to me, Lenore's doing the best he can. He's not supposed right. to be a starting outside corner, but – he is giving up long catches. He hasn't given up any touchdowns so right. far. Do you think he needs to be replaced, or do you think you can work with Lenore as a coach? You can work with Lenore. Absolutely okay. not. Um, okay. If 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 we had the number one defense and Lenore took over, what was that? Where did where did E-Man get hurt? Week, At, like, week five? Well, yeah, four or five. Four, five, six, something He's like that. He's been here. He's yep. been here. Um, I, I feel like if you have to compile games to figure out if Lenore is a problem – then that's yeah. you. That's us just understanding that he's an imperfect vessel. You right. don't you don't move him wholesale off of a position because he had a bad Devontae game. Adams Devontae got Adams got a few times. Yeah, and yeah. Tariq Hill yeah. and yeah. Washington is you know Curtis Samuel is a guy. Terry Dotson's a guy. Is a, Dotson's a guy. He's a yeah. Yes, yeah. Dotson yeah. is a guy. So a guy. Yeah. um, I feel like we're looking at the cracks in the marble, and we're not, and we're kind of not appreciating the beauty we're kind of like ah it's not perfect well it's not also perfect. also jack rabbit jenkins uh janoris jenkins isn't going to be better ambry's not going to be better D'Amico isn't stupid if he had a better option to be on the field right now 
And I don't think, you know who I think could do it, but I don't think they just have enough confidence. Samuel Womack could do it, but I don't think he has enough confidence. Yeah, yet. they're not going to do that. They're not He's too do young. That. Because honestly, I think they don't want to turn him into another Ambry. Ambry's confidence Fair. is gone. Fair. Okay, so hold on. So let's, let's get away from Lenore. Lenore's doing the best okay. he can. He's taking a lot of criticism. The other guy is Hafunga. It seems right. like recently... Once a game, this dude's giving up a touchdown over his head. Um, mm-hmm. What do you think? Uh, is he? Is he? Is, is he? A, is he becoming a liability? No. 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 I okay. think he's. I think. I think he's becoming. I think he's becoming readable. Okay. I think he's. I think that. I think he's becoming a trait in our defense. Yeah. But I don't think that he's a li- He's a liability. I, you. You don't. You don't look at the bad things that a player does and just weigh in on the cons. He does far True. more good than he does bad. Far more good. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's um, how it was early in the season. Can I just say my, my read on Hafunga real yeah, quick? go ahead. Really good player. Hell of a first half of the season. He started getting some really heady com- uh, com- uh, comparisons. People comparing him to Troy Palomalu. Uh, he right. gets a Pro Bowl selection. I feel like he's doing a little too much. Maybe like those, you know, those... Uh, comparisons have gone to his head a little bit and he's out there freelancing a little bit more than he should maybe the way that Troy Palomalu did or Ronnie Lott did where it's like maybe man get back to what you were doing the first half of the season when you were a little bit more disciplined maybe I'm wrong that's just the way it seems to me well okay so I hear what you're saying um and what I how I would respond to that is is that Troy Palomalu wasn't Troy Palomalu right away um so you know it's kind of like if if we are watching, if we're watching a kid that is doing this at this stage of his career, one could say from your from your anecdotes, like, hey, maybe he's getting a little too much. Like, maybe he's getting, yeah. maybe he's playing, maybe he's a product of how much praise he's getting. Maybe he's feeling or, himself a little too much the last month. Right. Or you could look at it from a coaching perspective and say, well, let me support the instincts that he's trying to grow. You like know, if if, like if, if, he, if like this it. is what he's trying to do, let me. And if we see him, him as an him, asset moving forward, let's work this out. Let, we yeah. have to work it out. Right? right. So you embrace that type of stuff. So let's talk solutions now. We've just sort right. of described what we feel the issues are in the secondary. What adjustments would you make if you were the 49ers defensive coordinator? Um, If I had to make any adjustments, uh, I wouldn't change anything. Okay. Honestly, and I know that sounds like a quick, a quick answer, but uh, we're playing. We we're playing with a lot of confidence, mm-hmm. a lot of confidence. Uh, we've lost um, a lot of people on this team. Um, we lost two corners. Uh, we haven't. For people don't realize this, but Javon Kinlaw was supposed to be our guy this year. Um, he hasn't. He hasn't been available. Um, I thank God that we just got back Eric Armstead. But really, the interior of our defense, um, there was a time where that's how we lost against Atlanta. Let's just be real. Um, teams were running. They were moving us internally, and our linebackers couldn't And the Niners' D-line got tired, and, and they were thin, and they, they just got worn down. He couldn't stop game. the yeah. ball. Yeah. No. Um, and I think that with what this defense has gone through, with the injuries that they've gone through, with the rep- with the youth that they have on this team. Uh, you know, Hafunga's a second-year guy. Demo is a what is he, a second-year guy? Yeah. Second-year guy. Um we have guys coming off the coming off of the street helping us on the interior line. We just got Eric Armstead back. Um I feel like you don't 
if the if the sum of all parts is we're still the number one defense in the league, you don't make swaths of changes because you played a talented Las Vegas team. Um, I sure. can see if this team was bad, you know, um, but sure. um, th they're a good team. I, can I, I suggest some like... small changes? Can I suggest some small sure. changes? Sure. So tell me what you think. So like yesterday I was thinking, man, you know, Afunga's really struggling. You got to bench him and put Ward back to safety. Uh, that would be a big change. I'm trying to think of like a compromise here. What about on third downs when you want to play single high coverage and you want one safety in the box, either playing like a shallow zone or man-to-man -man coverage, put a fungus at single high, which is not what they've been doing, and get Gibson down in the box because teams are – getting in my, the way i see it is teams are getting hafunga to aggressively bite on shallow stuff and taking advantage of it over the top well put him deep you can still he can still be a playmaker deep he may uh give up fewer long catches that way what do you think i actually like that it could um work. Because, it could work yeah because he can run and he can see everything yeah. coming yeah um, he wouldn't be caught off guard and he would have clear rules being the only guy back there there wouldn't be anything confusing. i don't know how gibson would do in that role but i think he i mean i don't know yeah exactly because what, the only reason is is that when i look at our team the first thing i do is i humble myself and understand that there's a reason why these guys are where they are on the field of course right of course yeah. so um i you know just by just we're by, gonna do it all differently guys you're winning nine in yeah, a row no no like, no small tweaks small tweaks yeah like just by example i feel like one of the one of the reasons why jimmy is also at nickel is for the run game as well mm -hmm. he's mm -hmm. a very good he's a you know that's why you could never throw you lose a lot in the run game if you put somebody like demo or Womack. Womack in yeah. there they're not they're not as stout in the run game and they're not going to really keep integrity back there and also a lot of stuff that teams do against us because they're scared of our d line is they try to get the ball out quick yeah. so if you look at a lot of uh jim a wow. lot of jimmy's turnovers that he gets is byproduct of him being able to take advantage of what that d line is doing that's a lot true. of those picks um yep. so that's true you don't really want to waste all of those mistakes happening so close to the line of scrimmage with your least talented and least experienced players in those positions. That's fair. All right, I got I got another one I want to ask you um, because I I think we agree on the secondary, but I think mm -hmm. the, the the last question is, and there's no necessarily one answer, but how do you keep the freaking mobile quarterback in the pocket? Uh, I'm sure there's a million different ways, and every defensive coach has another thing they like to do, but. I think it couldn't hurt for D'Amico to have just some ideas that he could uh, go to, some some change-ups. What, what would well, you suggest? I think, I think that's there already. Um, I, I, Don't I, rush I, past I, the quarterback from the DN spot. Don't yeah, do that. I, yeah. yeah. Um, I th I think that their lane integrity, yeah. how they how they how they stay how they stay stout in far as as far as rushing the passer. Um, I think that that's built in the defense. I think when you see mistakes with our defense, it's not necessarily what's missing, but it's what's breaking down, mm -hmm. right? I think that our defense is a sound system. It's sound, yes. right, yes. from top to bottom, which means that if something is sound, that means that it can incur anything. It can take on any type of, any type of attack. So if we do yeah. have a quarterback that rushes, I'm not here to say the quarterbacks aren't going to get yards against our defense. They're going to get yards against our defense, but that's just the lesser of two evils if you really want to be that physical that day. But to me, though, to me, though, like this, when you say it's a sound defense, yeah, but I feel like this is the kryptonite. And I feel like it's bit, like the Niners, I feel like have had the same defensive philosophy going back to Vic Fangio. It's had this, they've had the same uh, scouts going back to, you know, freaking Trent Balky and the dude before him. Like Seattle. I, 
yeah, like, there's a reason that Russell Wilson is 17-4 and four against the 49ers. That's their kryptonite, the dude who gets out of the pocket and throws deep. And so, to me, their needs, the Niners are built to rush four. And they're built to just destroy pocket quarterbacks. But they're not necessarily built to destroy mobile quarterbacks. And to me, real quick, I, I guess a mobile quarterback, I like rushing five strategically because when you rush four, there's always a gap that you can theoretically scramble through. You don't have to go out the back of the other. You can go through one of the gaps. You rush five, there's no gap. Theoretically, well, if you are if you have gap integrity. We do that, though. We just don't well, get yes, home we do, sometimes. Of course. It's true. We just don't get home. You I'd know like to I'm see saying? it more. Yeah. Yeah. I see. I see a lot of times where we do send. We do send um, Talanoa. We send him. You know what I'm saying? Or, or I, I Lenore. See a, or we send Lenore. Um, or even earlier in the season, we were really coming early in the season. Pause. But we we were really doing our thing earlier in the season. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like uh, there. I, I feel seen, like solid. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I've seen the nuances in our defense since we lost E Man. Um, yeah. If you. When we had E Man, that is our defense. No doubt. That uh, no doubt. That aggressive yeah. defense where we are letting those guys stand on islands and we're going to go get the quarterback and we're holding down the middle of the field. Like that's our defense. Yeah. I feel like even more so D'Amico Ryan's performance as a defensive coordinator is almost underrated because a lot of defenses wouldn't be able to perform like this with the level of guys that we've we've lost and the guys that we're just starting to get back. Yep. Um, yep. With Sa- with Sala, his predecessor, I feel like the thing that really sold me on him, he came in as this, you know, uh, Seattle defense kind of guy, rush four play zone. And I was, I don't really like that style that much. Uh, it's very conservative. And he, I don't like by him. the end he, he had, I was really loved his pressure packages, his five man pressures. I thought were really creative and effective. And I think that's a big reason why he eventually became a head coach because he kind of showed that he could evolve beyond what he had inherited as a scheme. And um, I think D'Amico has excellent five-man pressures as well. I think he just needs to use them a little bit more. Or doesn't need to, but against mobile quarterbacks, he could. It's a good way to keep him in the pocket. You don't even yeah. necessarily call him to get the pressure, just to keep him to create a freaking cage. You can't leave unless you try to back out, and if you do, we got speed. You're not going to beat Ebukam to the edge or Bosa. No. It's not going to happen. No, I don't. I don't think that's going to happen at all. Um, I really believe in. I, I just, um, honestly, the defense needs a break. I'm gonna say it. The defense needs a break. Um, they that's carry. Fair. That's fair. Um, I mean, yeah. if we're just looking at it from a building perspective, um, they, need they, a break. A, yeah. they need a break. And yeah. I feel like the, the reason why, I mean, you hear the offensive guys talking, but I, you know, Nick Bosa doesn't really talk as much, but these guys are really talking about the offense. And I yeah. feel like one of the reasons why they're talking about the offense is because they're being able to get on, they're being able to give up 30 points and rely on their offense and shut down a good I mean I'm gonna be honest with you they don't they don't show it on mic'd up but if there's a defense that stops somebody and your offense is blowing points they're pissed yeah they're gonna be they're gonna slap your butt and tell you to you know we'll get it back next time but after a while they're looking at each other like these motherfuckers do something yeah yeah you know (laughs) it's true yeah yep all right well um that was a good show I wish I'm just really disappointed in the Cardinals. Man, it's a it's a league of parody and you couldn't keep it together like 4 and 12. Thanks a lot. Thanks for giving us nothing to talk about, but we did good. We found other things and next week we got the freaking playoffs. You think they yeah, you think Cardinals hurt us. 
they might get this this bye week. I think they could use it. You just mentioned their defense needs it. Uh, well, yeah, they could really if they get this bye week, they just I, their chances of winning the Super Bowl to me go get way better. I mean, way if they better. get the bye week, all bets are off. Oh, I don't, I don't, yeah, yeah. Sean says so we can't go to Jed and ask for Ray Ray over Debo, but we're are we entertaining Brock over the guy we gave up all the capital for? <laughs> Who's we? That's a good point. Uh, we right? No, so I guess, but I mean, like if if Brock wins the Super Bowl. And Kyle goes to Jed in the offseason. He's like, look, we're going to go with Brock. Uh, sorry. I know we invested in Trey. You th- I don't know. If, I, I wonder what Jed would say. Jed probably still be drunk from winning the Super Bowl. So well, I mean, at the like, end yeah. of the day, I hate to put this, and I, I love Trey, but the, the, the goal is, no matter what we did, the goal is to get a quarterback. Yeah. And if we if we have a quarterback, I don't. I think Jed would be open to that conversation. We have a quarterback. Yeah. You got one. It's not who you thought it was going to be, but you got one, and he's really good. So you're fine. You lucked out. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. The freak says, "Grant, as an all-pro journalist for the 49ers, what's your game day or pregame meal to stay prepared right at a high level?" The Niners feed you in the press box, so usually they have they generously have an omelet cart. They straight up make whatever you want an omelet in the press box. So I usually get a little, you know, everything omelet. Get crazy, you know. It's good. I also they also have candy. I don't eat candy very much, but I get nervous on game days. I drink a bunch of caffeine and I crush Sour Patch Kids, crush them, and it's not good for you. I should stop, but they're so good, so I'm good. Not a candy guy. I mean, neither, except for on game days. Report Jalen hurts uh, <laughs> shoulder, not good. Eagles in trouble. Is that true? Is there an update? Yeah, that is true. He um he actually was a participant um in yesterday's practice and he only went through walkthrough he didn't throw it the injury is real you know the even if the Niners get the two seed I'm not sure that the Eagles are going to make it all the way to this you know they're collapsing they peaked early I mean well you be honest with you I mean I'm not gonna be welcome welcome to what we deal with <laughs> yeah welcome to the NFL we're, yeah we're doing it with yeah. our third string quarterback whatever that's true and in a 17-game season, adversity is going to strike, and I think it's better to have it early than late. I have no sympathy for any team going through injuries. Yeah, true. Zach says, what backup quarterback options do the Niners have? Uh, status on Jimmy Garoppolo. Please not, Jimmy. Obviously, Trey. If they trade him, it seems like a team that just drafted Brock Purdy should feel confident about their ability to uh, identify other late-round quarterbacks. Um, we both Trey like Dorian Thompson-Robinson, right? Yes, we do. Yes, we and do. And Jake Hayner. Yes, there's a bunch of options this year. Uh, there's that, there's that, tons. that dude from TCU. Was he? Yeah, Dugan, the kid from Duggan? Tennessee. Yep. There's a kid from Tennessee. Yep, there's a bunch of options. Uh, Diamond DGZ says, fun stat with Purdy under center. The Niners average more points than the Chiefs. That is true. I'm telling you. 32.6. That's crazy, man. Defense just doesn't need to carry anymore. This team is more balanced overall. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And the thing is, like, we're, we're, we're concerned about the defense. It's still a really good defense. Yeah. If you, if our offense carries the water, uh, us our defense just got a little bit more malleable. Like we we're we're okay, yes. we're okay. Yes, and you know I think this was a good wake up call for the defense. Like you can get embarrassed by Jared Stidham. It can happen. This was a phenomenal game for yeah. our team. You won the game offensively and defensively. As a coach, it's what you want, right? Because you got their attention on Monday. Like okay, I have so lost. much stuff to talk shit about. Yes, so much, yeah, and they're gonna listen even though you won. Right, because sometimes yeah. as a coach, a loss is easier to coach after, right? Because they're all pissed, they're all listening, they want to know. Yeah, losses happened. are way better because you had. Yeah. I mean, not only there, see, but the ego see. is in check. Yeah, you yeah. lost. You lost. See, I, what I was telling you about. I, see, let's talk about. Let's get back to fun. If yeah, they win, this it's was like, a man, win. We got this it. was a yeah. win, though. It's true. This was a win. 
But they needed it because they were just killing teams. Now they saw that you can lose to anyone still. And yeah. uh, they're going to face better teams than the Raiders in the playoffs. Although the Raiders, they do have like legit weapons. Like You're not going to face a team I, with I better just, weapons than the Raiders. I was about to say like this was kind of like a one-off, but we haven't – the Raiders are not a bad – they have nine losses with one score. They They've have nine five losses. five ten-point leads, man. Five. Five. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. this is a team that – projected they, this was a playoff team they went they went to the playoffs yeah. last year they won 10 games last year so they're not like the I, niners man if they had gone to stidham earlier this year who knows what they would have been because frankly look i don't know true. about car looks to me like he doesn't want to get touched anymore on the football field he's gotten hurt a bunch and he just you know he's got that like don't stidham was tough as hell in this game you know who i call you i got a name for Derek carr what hoopty Derek hoopty Derek you know what i'm saying Derek hoopty <laughs> At I'm, this point, he, he a hoopty at this point. Man. He's a hoopty. And they stuck with him way too long. It took them until week 17 to figure out that, yeah, he was the problem, man. So Yeah. But Derek Scott, Derek is going to be, like, the next best thing wherever he goes, though. Oof. He's got a Jimmy going to be competing for that big money this offseason. That's like that's a sweepstakes. Who, whoever gets the guy is a loser. I'm sorry. You lost. You got Derek Carr. You lost. You got Jimmy Garoppolo. Honestly, you no, lost. But think about, no, think about this. Washington with Derek Carr is not bad. That's a good defense. Grant, Grant, you can't – Washington with Derek Carr is not bad. Yeah. It's not bad. Yeah. I, I guess, like, you know, it feels like what they did with Wentz. It's just like another one of these guys who's a little past his prime. Uh, yeah. By dates, the curl you know, like, never really – It didn't really happen for him. His <laughs> yeah. best years behind him. You're paying a little bit more than you – just go get Stidham. Go get Purdy. I think that's what – that's what's – this whole Purdy phenomenon is going to have teams being like, you're telling me I can get a guy for $800,000 who plays like that? I want that. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you just might be able to, man. But the only thing about Purdy is like buyer beware because you got to have the mechanism to support that type of quarterback. Yes, you do. You can't. Yes, you do. You can't just bring a quarterback in there and and just expect him to just perform. No. Right? Your team better be really stacked. Unique. Your team yes. better be stacked. This yes. is a unique situation. This isn't just Brock came in and just lit it up. That ain't, no, that's, a rookie ain't quarterback has never played on a team this good. I, no. I can't think of one. So when people say, yeah. like, you know, can a rookie win a Super Bowl? Well, a rookie's never been on a, in a situation like this. So With the number maybe. one defense in the league. Yeah, Hall of Famers and Pro Bowlers everywhere. Yeah. No. I, I, no. It could happen, absolutely. So, yeah, it, it's a nice little blueprint that teams could follow. I said he was you, in awe when he came into the locker room as a rookie. Said he was in awe. Dude, he was at no offense to Iowa State. Like they had Brees Hall and Lazard and some NFL guys. That's but, good ball. Dude, yeah, it is, it is. But damn, man. Yeah. I mean, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. So that's so what we got. That's so our show for today. It was a little bit less contentious. We're going to bring back the debate. I had a fun time debating coach, but there just wasn't much to debate today. I really there really wanted, wasn't much to really go after today. And then and Arizona's I wanted, trash. So. True. And I want people to know that we're not I'm not trying to have a Skip and Shannon type show. No offense to them. They, they do a great job doing what they do. I like debating with you. But at the same mm-hmm. time, I like learning from you, too. And there was a lot I wanted to ask you today. So thank you very much. Oh, no problem. Greg. I'm glad you had me on man. Of course. Uh, every Thursday, yeah. me and the coach coach is meeting. Definitely. Thanks for watching, everyone. Um, I don't know what I'm doing the rest of the day. I got I got to drive down to Santa Clara in a in a cyclone today. No, it's not that bad today. But we'll see what, yeah, we'll see what Brock has to say. Players Club Rapid Forte for Super Bowl intro. Oh, that is such a, a classic. Rapid Forte. Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna pick like a, a Bay Area rap song for the Niners, that you'd have to be a San Francisco one. That would that would that would work. Although 
Santa Clara is just not. It's just not. It was the funniest thing about when the Niners hosted the Super Bowl is they had all these like picture stuff that made it seem like it was in San Francisco, and you had all these people from like Middle America coming out here being like, "Wait a second, this is not." It's like, <laughs> this yeah, ain't, tried to this ain't rice aroni. This is not. Where's the rice aroni? <laughs> Thanks for watching, everyone. We'll be back next week. Peace. Thanks, guys.